Hello and welcome to episode 14 of the Bittersweet Unconfidence podcast. People can and will only respect you as much as you respect yourself. Many of us struggle with respecting ourselves and having a higher self-esteem because we believe that we need to achieve many things before we can respect ourselves entirely, before we can look at ourselves in the mirror and see someone respectable. And also the hierarchy of needs according to Maslow um, puts esteem and self-respect at the fourth stage which means we need to attain the first three stages before we can actually start having this esteem, this self-respect and the self-love. The first three stages are the physiological needs, which is food, water um, and uh, air and so on. The second one is the security needs, which is money, status, um, financial security. And the third one is love and belonging. And the fourth one is esteem. I believe this is in, somewhat, in some respect very true, but we can still manage to find our self-worth and self-respect and self-esteem no matter where we are. There are many different things that we can do to help improve our respect towards ourselves. And in this episode, I want to share five ways, I believe, that can help each one of us improve and work on our self-respect. So before we start, as usual, I'm Joe, and I hope you're not comfortable. But if you are, then let's get uncomfortable together. Hi. So as I said in the intro, I'm just going to share five ways of how I believe um, we can build up the self-respect we need in order for other people to respect us the way we want it because if you don't respect yourself you're gonna have a very hard time making people respect you or getting people to respect you because it starts within yourself so the first point is to find and do things that actually make you happy and proud of yourself what i mean by that is have you ever done something where you accomplished and finished the task and felt happy and proud of yourself this can contribute to your respect because if you do that often, if you make yourself proud, you will automatically start respecting yourself because you're doing things that are literally helping you realize that you're worth it, that you're capable of doing something. And this is how we earn and how we give respect. We give respect to people who we believe earned it by doing something that we are proud of for them. And even for us, it's the same. So to increase your self-esteem, on a regular basis, start doing things that make you happy. Start doing things that after you accomplish them, you feel the sense of achievement, of enjoyment. Because when you start building on this further and further, every day you'll look at yourself in the mirror and you will see a proud face staring back at you because you know that this person made you proud and deserves your respect. Point number two is to take actions that excite you and are out of your comfort zone. Now, this is something that has to do with this podcast because it's the Bittersweet Uncomfiness podcast. And by putting ourselves in uncomfortable positions or taking decisions that are out of our comfort zone, we start to push ourselves a bit further. And we realize once we get uncomfortable that we don't actually have limitations that are holding us back. It's all in our minds. So whenever you step out of your zone and you do something that gets this adrenaline rush in you, you 
your self-respect increases because b- before you did it, you didn't believe you could. Otherwise, you could have done it before. But you pushed yourself to do it and you actually was able to finish the task or to do skydiving or whatever. And this exactly can help you understand that you're capable of more and you deserve your respect because you are strong. You are capable of achieving whatever you want to do. So this is why we also have a lot of respect for Formula One drivers, for example, because we know what they're doing is very hard. Racing drivers in general or skydivers or scuba divers or um, even people who like clean the windows of, of skyscrapers. Anything somebody does that we feel is out of our comfort zone, we always say that we respect them for being able to do that. Well, we can start doing this with ourselves. And I gave extreme examples, but it's small things that you can do on a daily basis to push yourself this one step further to earn your own self-respect. Whether it's talking to strangers on the street or um, going out and actually trying to help a, a person that you don't know or going into a restaurant and having the courage to talk to the waiter normally. Those are things that for a lot of people are a bit outside of their comfort zone. And by doing those things, this adrenaline rush we get, and afterwards we feel proud and respected because we were able to do something we didn't believe we could. So this earns respect and this deserves to be respected. And automatically you will start reflecting it on yourself and you will, your self-esteem will also get, be higher because you know that you have no limitations in that aspect. Point number three is stop trying to conform with society's idea of normal. Because we always try to do what everyone is doing. We have this urge to fit in, to be in the tribe. And this is very normal. It's evolutionary even. We, as individuals, feel the need to belong to a certain tribe, which is also the third stage in the pyramid of uh, Maslow's hierarchy of need. Because... We need to belong somewhere to feel, um, to not feel like an outcast or an outsider. We want to be in a group of people. And once we are in this group of people, we tend to try to stand out by getting more titles or becoming the best at something special. As soon as we feel like we're accepted by a certain group, we, we love it and we try to even become more special. Well, we are special. We are extraordinary creatures. Every individual of us is an individual with a complete different life, a complete different mind. We might have similarities, but we're very different. And by trying to always conform to the normality of life, of society, you're pushing yourself a step back or you're pulling yourself back from actually being extraordinary, from doing something special. Because you want to be accepted, because you want to feel loved, but you will be loved and accepted even if you're extraordinary. Being normal is not our purpose here. Each one of us has extraordinary, uh, an extraordinary set of skills, set of knowledge that we can equip, that we can use in order to advance in life. And Whenever you start doing that and you stop caring about what other people think, they will let you in because they see that you're real, you're honest, you're true. 
But if you try to fit in the whole time, you are literally just putting on a mask and trying to be something you're not. And that's why you lose your self-respect because you know you wouldn't want to be this way. But you are like this because you need the confirmation. Give that confirmation to yourself and be yourself. This will make you proud of yourself and in fact make you respect yourself more. And therefore make other people respect you more. Point number four is don't let other people set your boundaries. First of all, you set your boundaries. If you want to have boundaries, it's yours to decide where you want to stop, what your limit is. A lot of people say, I have no boundaries, I have no limitations. It's because you believe that you're capable of doing anything. And those are people with high self-esteem, with a great amount of self-respect. Because they know that if they put their mind to a task, they can accomplish it, they can achieve it, and they can make anything work. And the same mindset can be adapted by each one of us as soon as, after what I said in point three, we stop trying to be normal according to what people see as normal and we start being ourselves. Also, what I mean with uh, not setting boundaries is um, the fact that when you want to start something, when you want to do something, and you go and you seek advice from every person, each person will have a different kind of advice for you. Some people will say, don't start this business, it won't work. It won't work for him or her, but it might work for you. Don't let them tell you what you can and can't do. You tell yourself what you can and can't do. And try it out. If you can't, you'll find it out. But by trying, you're pushing yourself out of your comfort zone, which brings us to point number two. They're all connected. Once you go back to point number two and you go out of your comfort zone and you try something that other people told you not to and you succeed, the respect you're going to get from yourself and from others is way more than if you just gave up right at the start. And if you don't make it, you will have respect for yourself for even trying, for pushing yourself far enough to find out that it's not going to work. But if you actually put yourself on the spot and you put your mind to it, there's nothing to hold you back. It's all you. And it depends on how much you're willing to dedicate for it. The more you work on yourself and on whatever project you have at hand, the more respect you will have for yourself. Point number five is learn to say no. This is something that I'm still struggling with, to be very honest with you, because I still have this need of making the people around me happy, but not generally making them happy, but contributing to their happiness. Because I talked about it before, we are not responsible for anyone's happiness. But if I see them happy, and I know that by saying yes to a plan they came up with or whatever, I would make them happier or more happy or whatever, I, I tend to say yes. But by learning to say no and not having to explain yourself too much, you give yourself the, task, the time to do whatever you actually wanted to do instead of doing something that you didn't want to do just because someone else wanted you to do it. So by saying no and knowing that you didn't say no just because you don't want to join. You said no because you know that you want to work on something else. You want to be by yourself. You want to work on yourself. You want to read your book. Anything. But learn to say no without having any hard feelings or anxiety about it. As, as I said, I'm still struggling with it. Because whenever I say no, I feel like I disappointed the expectations of someone. But then again, if we listen back to my episodes before... 
the expectations of others are set because you m let them set them. Because after a while of you always saying yes, they will always expect you to say yes to anything they tell you. And they start taking it for granted and taking advantage of it because they know you will not say no. But once you start saying no, they will give you your space. They will understand that it's time for you to focus on you. And the most important project you'll ever work on is yourself. We go on through this life alone. We meet people, people come, people go, some people stay forever. But at the end of the day, it's me who's going to go into that coffin and it's me who came out of my mom's belly. So this is my journey. And whether I want to spend it all alone or with other people or doing things, this is my decision to make and not anyone's. So those are the four, uh, five points that I wanted to share. But there's also one last thing that I want to share with you, which also ties to the whole concept. You are not your genes. So don't let your childhood, your upbringing, or your DNA define who you are. Because in our childhood, our family, and subconsciously, they don't even know that they're doing it, but they choose the path for us. They completely make us into who we are until we are adults to take life into our own hands. But we need to learn to free ourselves of those boundaries and of those values that they taught us and find our own. Because later on, you will do the same thing and you will pass the same thing onto your children. And this goes into a loop of everyone teaching every generation the same with a bit of modification. But if you're teaching values that you only learned but never actually thought about yourself, then you're just taking learnings and passing them on and you will not be able to give them to your children the way you want to. So don't let your childhood trauma, don't let your um, upbringing, your, your problems that you had with your parents growing up or whatever, define who you become. Because you are you. Every day, you are you. And if your parents taught you something that you are not completely... Um, understanding of and you don't associate yourself with this then ask yourself why that is and start working on changing it it's not disrespecting your parents because you love them you appreciate what they tried to do for you they didn't know it differently or better for you but you do because it's you who decides how I want to live what are my values how do I see certain problems um, it's all something that you need to come into terms with at the end of the day. And by just adapting what you learned, it's going to be difficult for you to set yourself free from boundaries. This is all I'm trying to say is don't get be stuck in whatever you were meant to become and become who you actually want to become. So to sum up the five points that I believe can increase our self-esteem and self-respect, Point number one is find and do things that make you happy and proud of yourself. Every time you do something and you feel this sense of achievement, of joy, you will have a bit more self-respect to, to yourself because you know that you're capable of doing this. The same thing goes to point number two, which was take actions that excite you, that give you this adrenaline rush and are out of your comfort zone. Because every time you overcome one of these fears, of the unknown, which is the uncomfortable zone. You increase in self-esteem, you feel stronger, and you eliminate fears that were there for no reason at all. 
Point number three is to stop trying to conform with society's normal. You are not normal. You are extraordinary. So is every individual. Our bodies are extraordinary. The universe is. Everything is. And if we all try to be the same, then what's the whole sense of it? What is our purpose? Find your own self. Be extraordinary. Be who you are. Respect yourself for who you are outside of society. And you will see how people will respect that. People respect people who follow who they are, follow their ambitions, and don't always try to fit in. Point number four is don't let other people set your boundaries or kill your dreams. If they told you they to, to, to avoid doing something or advised you to stop the business or whatever, don't listen to them because it's their experience. It's their advice. Do your own experience. Find it out on your own. Find out if you're capable of it or not. If not, they were right, but they weren't right for your life. They were right for their life because what you will learn is probably different than what they learned on the way. Just try your best. Work as hard as you can and you will see your self-respect go up, not only by yourself, but by everyone around you who sees your work ethic, who sees how you're showing up every day and trying your best. Imagine if, if Thomas Edison or st stopped um, after trying 10 times because someone told him to stop. And they tried doing a bulb themselves and it didn't work out. Imagine he had stopped. Like, just because someone told him not to do it. Or if Steve Jobs... Uh, would have stopped creating processors or whatever or, or a computer because people told him yeah you can't have a fast processing computer or whatever it would have changed the destiny of humanity it would have changed everything we would have been in a completely different spot in our lives probably someone else would have come along and did it but it would have taken a complete different shift in what we know as the world today so point number five is learn to say no it's people are going to be disappointed for a while but after saying no and after showing them why you're saying no because you want to work on yourself you want to become better you want some time to spend on your own it's not always about working hard sometimes it's just about having a week or two or even three weeks of you being with yourself enjoying your company and finding out what the next steps are for you in your life or Talking to yourself, getting to know how, how far you've come in every aspect of your life. This sometimes takes time as well. I still struggle to say no, but once you say no, there is no coming back from it anyways. So say no and have a clear conscience. Because as long as you do it in a perfect balance, nothing bad can happen, right? And the last point I shared was that we are not our genes the things we learned in our childhood, our upbringing does not have to define who we are. We define who we are. And we choose where to go in our life and who we want to be. And this way, we will respect ourselves way more. You will look yourself in the mirror and see someone who earned and deserves your respect because this person never backed down. So thank you very, very much for listening to this episode. Once again, it was a journey thinking about this, writing the episode, recording it. My producer, Amer, and my friend is back from his vacation. I'm extremely happy. You will see it on YouTube. The quality is a bit better than last time. Um, it's always amazing to record these episodes, and I feel so much closer to each one of the listeners and everyone who's 
contacting me and reaching out to me with beautiful messages. I'm really glad that this podcast is doing what I wanted it to do in the first place. And thank you all so, so much because you're driving me to continue and I'm just in love with the process. So as usual, see you all next week. I love you all. Thank you.